You go to Rockefeller Center. It's the most popular skating rink. Everybody in your party goes, hey, let's get out there. It's 20 bucks for skates. We can do it for a half an hour. And you're like, I'm good. Because you haven't yeah. skated in forever or you've never skated. So instead, exactly. of, instead of just having your own experience in that, mm-hmm. you, you deny it because of the fear of looking bad. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Live on tape from beautiful Boston, Massachusetts, and Scottsdale, Arizona, it's the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Your hosts today are myself, Dr. Tony Dufresne, and the lovely Mariah Parrick. Hey, Mariah, how you doing? I am great, Tony. How are you? Oh, thank God we have the sound issue figured out this time, right? <laughs> so much <laughs> it better. Was, it's going to be it so was, much better. It was such a great show. And and the, the whole thing about, we did the dog show, the right? Dogs, that was the last dog show. Yeah, it was Every, great. People love the dog show. And I, and I felt terrible because... Because we we couldn't figure out the sound thing and it was kind of a mess and I really tried in post to figure out it to because I didn't want that to get in the way of the show and the message of the right. show uh, but people did like it regardless and I didn't get a Good. whole lot of a whole lot of grief for from it but uh, but I'm glad uh, we did that and people love the show by the way. Oh, we I'm so glad. That so, was a lot of fun. Yeah. So we uh so we are uh joining back up after I've been traveling, you've been traveling. Yep. And uh, you happened to you and Chris happened to go to New York on a whim, I guess, did. right? You got did he kind of surprise you with that or? Uh no. So instead of Christmas gifts, we decided we would take a trip somewhere, just the two of us because it's been a while and New York kind of got the vote uh with the stipulation that I would get to see Waitress on Broadway. That was that, that was a condition of the It was the a condition cuz initially I wanted to stay in a cabin in Vermont. And oh. So we so that would have been cool this, too, though. That would have been cool, but yeah. we kind of thought, you know, the city is a lot harder to do with a baby than a cabin, and so if we were going to really, you know, get the most bang for our buck, we should hightail it out of here. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, so it was you, a good choice. So you guys, uh, you guys went to New York and had mm-hmm. an amazing experience, and you have, and if, you know, whoever wants to follow Mariah on Instagram, she's a very, she's an active poster. There's some people that I are am. not active posters. <laughs> She is an active. Person. I don't know if that's supposed to be something I'm proud of, but uh, I am an sure, active. Sure, why not? Right? Because they're all fun posts and stuff. I mean, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's not you know. cat videos or anything, but I don't like those anyway. So it kind of works right, out well exactly. for me. Exactly. All right. So it's uh, so you went there and you're kind of posting it and you went you did see his show and he said it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But the thing that in- interested me and the one thing I want to talk about today is the fact that you uh, with your blog and Mango makes three, which uh, I'm going to promote again and I'm going to put the, the uh, I'm going to put. The link on the uh, oh, thank on, you. on the with the show, but I you did it. You did a little piece called "Life as an Ice Rink," and I thought I it did. was as a metaphorical view on things. And yeah. I thought it was terrific, and to the point where you asked me what I wanted to do for the show. I said I want to talk about this thing you wrote. Cool, because I think yeah. it has because I think it's very poignant, and I think a lot of people out there will get will get something from that in, in, in terms of of it's that kind of perspective. And, right. uh, and, you know, just kind of how you see things and not just you, but how you can see things and how, how, how this puts things in perspective quite a bit. And, and it kind of eases the, all the stressors or a lot of the stressors that people go through. So can you uh, talk right. about that? Yeah. So it was funny. So I was, you know, skating around on the ice trying to get my own bearings and I was just kind of chuckling to myself watching, you know, these big grown men who look very, you know, established, right? You'd see him walking down the street in New York and you'd probably think, oh, that guy's probably a CEO or works on Wall Street, right? And they are just, you know, feet out from under them, 
just they can't even stand up on the ice, let alone skate. And uh, then you have these people like I, I remember seeing this one guy who looked to be about 60, um, small guy, little pot belly, um, maybe Hispanic. And he's just spinning around on the ice like nobody's business, right? Not You would not expect it just from looking at kind of his body, his size, his age. And so I started just thinking to myself, wow, this is, this is hilarious because the ice really levels the playing field. So all of these people, no matter how important they are in real life uh, outside of this ice rink and, you know, what they think of themselves, what other people kind of perceive them to be, they are completely vulnerable when they hit this ice and they are fumbling and falling and some are much more graceful than others. And it's, it's just completely, you know, luck of the draw and who you see and kind of how they're performing. And it just goes to show, you know, kind of that you, there are all these layers to people and that you don't always know what to expect. Like you might think, you know, but then reality is different. Which, which is, and it, there, there's two things that come to mind that jump out to me. The first thing is, is that, that in terms of the ice being a, a zone where, you know, most people are uncomfortable and they really, and just the fact that they attempt to do it shows a level of vulnerability and it's kind Definitely. of cool. That, and it's, and I like that it depending upon me too. The, the second thing is, is, is in the first thing, the first thing I thought of when I, when I read it was Socrates and the masks. It's mm-hmm. the, it's, it's the mask. It's the, it, it's your perception of the people when you see them and, and, right. how, and how you paint them based on just the physical appearance and the demeanor and the energy that they have in terms of the stockbroker or the, I think you wrote in there about the, the te- like the teenage girls who look like they have all their shit together. Yeah. And, and that are, you know, mispopular in their class with their, with their bedazzled, uh, right. cell phone cases <laughs> and they're out there falling on their ass. Right. It was so kind of satisfying. Yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> That, that leads us into a whole different <laughs> That's direction. Terrible, but anyway. no, no. But, well, it isn't. It isn't. I, I, right. I, I, I gotta, I gotta go with you on that. But I'm just saying. But it, I think it makes a good point. The point is, is that is first of all, from from your own perspective, in terms of looking at other people, it's just we immediately and intrinsically, you know, instinctually, we create judgment. And the reason why is because it's it's an instinctual survival technique. We mm-hmm. we need to judge everything and anything in regards to is it a threat or not. And there's no way right. we'll ever not be able to do that. Uh, unfortunately, what that does is that that expands into a lot of areas of our lives and it, it expands into us always comparing ourselves to everybody else in regards to, you know, who can be the better resource getter or who can be the better mate getter, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or who could be, you know, you know, bet more successful or less successful based upon a number of different things, mostly appearance. Uh, but others having to do with just somebody, whatever the energy that somebody brings. But, it, but what happens is when you get on the ice, when everybody mm-hmm. gets on the ice, and then it shows that that person in that environment, that particular environment, is just as helpless. Exactly. As you exactly. are. Exactly. It, it's kind of a, it's kind of a mind fuck a little bit because it, it, it yeah, it, you know, because it, it, it takes them completely out of the role that you've established for them. Right. right. Yeah, it, you totally see them differently than you normally would walking down the street. Which is which is fascinating because and that and the, that's really the point. The point is is that that however you perceive somebody is is twofold. The first fold is is to, it, it, just based upon your own conditions of your own experience in the past mm-hmm. and, and what you have 
made in your own mind in regards to, oh, if he's tall, I knew it's this tall guy and he was mean and maybe you would, maybe you make, you know, that a, a mean representation or something. That happens right. to us as kids all the time and in growing up. Um, or if you have, or like I, like I say in the book, actually, if, if, if some, if you meet somebody off the street and, or at a business meeting or something and, and you say, Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. And nothing except for, Hey, how are you? But they look just like the kid who beat you up for lunch money mm-hmm. going through school. You're not going to like him. Yeah. Is it going to be that initial thing where you're going to go, I think this guy's kind of a dick. Yeah. You know, and no, exactly. you, may not even, you may not even make the correlation between the two, but, but it you just will, do it. Right. But it will be there. And that's why. I like that metaphor about the ice because you may have those initial responses and the, and the and the thing that I like everybody to remember is you will have them and there's no way you won't have them. You know, pe- right. people come to me and say, "How can I not be as angry? How can I not, you know, how can I be more accepting? How can I be Well, you can, but don't think that you that you can just turn it off to where you won't react. Yeah. Right, because, you're still going to react. You just choose. You will until you until right. you you can maybe through mindfulness or through a lot of techniques do some neural pathway reorganization mm-hmm. in your brain and your prefrontal cortex. But that takes a long ass time. And most of the time it doesn't work. I mean, my, it, right. to, to the full extent to where you won't have a reaction, but the key, like everything is that, and, and that's why the ice is so great. I, the ice is almost yeah. like a pattern interrupt metaphor because yeah, it's like, right. Totally. Cause initially you say, Oh, that, uh, you know, she's maybe that high school uppity high school. It reminds you of all the high school bitches that, you know, that, that were, <laughs> That we're bagging on you, something like, oh, but then she gets out and she's just trying really hard, or she's helping her friend and stuff. And you're like, oh, you know, no, oh, you're maybe, you know, sweet. and that's it, right? So, so it it automat it acts as that pattern interrupt for you to really accept the person for the person themselves, and and anybody getting put into a vulnerable position, it, it, immediately there's a level of of empathetic. Uh, uh, connection that people have, right? When somebody right. else is in, when somebody else is in a vulnerable position. Speaking of empathy, because we just talked before the show, and you're like, "Nah, I'm not, I'm not empathetic anymore <laughs> at all." I work at a, I work at a pedi- I work at a pediatric office, and everybody whines about everything. So, ah, the hell with empathy. I can't, right? Right, right. But it's true. But isn't it true? It's, it's true. true. It's you get true. when you when, kind of when, fried. We are because when you're out there, and it, it's all it's shared empathy, and when you're out there in the ice, and you're going. You know, I I can move around and I can do stuff, but it's been a while and it takes uh-huh. a little while to kind of get moving and grooving again. And yeah. you got somebody else out there struggling. You're like, all right. <laughs> no, okay. All right. right. And everyone's watching because, right. oh my God, you're at Rockefeller because, Center. Well, because you're at Rockefeller Center. You're at the most right. popular ice rink in the world. <laughs> right. You know, right. scooting around Rockefeller Center and you think, which is which is funny because it, it that really doesn't mean anything for what it is, no. right? Right. It really it, it it means something in your own mind, but but a lot of people do that too. They they put mm-hmm. certain importances on certain things. It's like uh, it. I tell my clients all this all the time. Don't look at your life in in one in one nugget and define your whole life by that nugget. People get into relationships and the relationship ends for some reason. Then they mm-hmm. then they feel like a failure or they feel like they're terrible at relationships or they can, they'll never find anybody. You know that whole right. thing. That's the nugget that you, you're you're defining your whole life based upon just that one situation. And it's the same thing with maybe a. Maybe a talk or a business meeting that didn't go great, or maybe you mm-hmm. had a ring, maybe you had a wrinkled shirt, or maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe you didn't get enough sleep and you just, or maybe the, the, you know, maybe you had some porn in your, in your, um, you know, in your files. In accidentally, your presentation. In, in your presentation. <laughs> so, not that that happened, that's happened. To Never. Me. Of course no, not. No, clearly. Never. <clears throat> not. But <clears throat> right. all that being the case, it just, it may, but, and then you think, oh, you know, that's, 
you know, and, and then it drags you down quite a bit. Now it can drag you down for a little bit, but that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. The point is, is that anything happening, take it for what it is and you can feel right. shitty or feel terrible or, or go through that breakup stuff and go through the grieving process of a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, 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 it doesn't take as long. And that's the whole point in terms of, uh, working on mindfulness and work and, and doing the pattern interrupt and having mm-hmm. the ice, you know, if, if, if the ice wasn't there, maybe you would just, maybe you were just walking down seventh Avenue and saw that same girl with that, the bejeweled, uh, iPhone case and, and not paying attention, running into people. You think, well, what a douche, right? Right. No, and, totally. and, that, and that would yeah. be the beginning and the end of your judgment. Yeah. And that would be right. it. Yet, yet in this circumstance, because it's a circumstance that that creates a level playing field with everybody mm-hmm. sort of struggling along in the ice. Then it's then it shows that you know they deal with the same shit that everybody else does. Yeah, no, it was good. I I know it was weird, like just kind of creating these little. I I was saying in my blog that I a lot of times will write these little mini essays in my head. Like I sometimes narrate my own life. Like I'm I'm an author in a book, and it's a weird thing to admit, but it's just fun, and that's what I've always done since I was a kid, and so. When I was watching everyone, I'm like, oh, wow, I have a lot of preconceived notions about people without even realizing it. And definitely, like you said, based on experiences or based on just stereotypes I've kind of, you know, acquired over the years. Um, But yeah, in that moment, I just was like, oh, that poor guy, he fell. Or, oh, that poor girl. You know, I just, or, oh, wow, look at that person. They're, They're great. But there was no jealousy. There was no, like, anger or frustration with anyone. It was all just sort of interesting like just watching the human experience <laughs> I, I found it i found it fascinating that um first of all the 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 narrative in your head in terms of narrating yourself is actually that's that's actually metacognition and that's that's a high level form of awareness so congratulations oh hooray who right? knew <laughs> right who, who who did not i question um the, the second thing is is that it would be wouldn't it be great if just if just life was just one big ice rink and then you know you totally. would, you would have everybody out there fumbling and stumbling and it would give yes. everybody a common level of struggle and a com and also an empathetic a, a common level of empathy where we understand that we all struggle with different stuff but we all want the same thing i think that's another reason why the ice rink thing is so powerful because we all when we all step out on the ice rink we all want the same thing right. let's take the ego out of it in terms of looking good let's just take that out of it because that's stupid and ridiculous right but we all want to be able to enjoy ourselves and have right. that a positive component of our life and and, and a positive experience and be, right. and a positive experience is just being able to exceed your own expectations right because everybody comes in with, <laughs> with their with their expectation of well i haven't ice skated in 50 years or whatever right. and then i'll put them on and, and if i can get around once without touching the wall i am gold Right. right. I the, just right. killed it. And then there's the other person where they were an Olympic uh, Olympic athlete a long time ago, maybe, but it's been five or six years, so they can work it. But just getting out there, maybe their uh, maybe their expectation is doing of uh, I don't know. Do you know any ice skating moves? Uh the the triple sow cow. Okay, the triple uh, the sow quad, cow. Maybe, maybe to do right. a axles. double sow cow or something, or or sure, an, or right. an axle and and pull that off. That would be their right. expectation because it because it it. It's never about anybody else, ever, ever, right. ever, ever, and about where, what their level is. It's always about where you're at and what your own expectation is. If you haven't ice skated in 30 years and you go out there and you expect to ice skate backwards and look like a star, then you know that's that's just setting you up for failure. And why are you doing right. that? How many people? How many question. people? How many people do that though? Happens so all happens all the time. And mm-hmm. then they and then they get shit because they because it's not about them. 
they're stepping out of their own selves and their own what should be their expectations and the ego is taking over and they're looking at, well, I'm out here with all these other people. I'm going to show them or I'm going to do better than at least 80% of these people. Mm-hmm. And then that's that takes you out of everything. It's that whole competition right. thing. It's just competition. Yeah, just set that bar low. Set that bar low and then just shock yeah. yourself every it, time. Because <laughs> really, I mean, because really right. when it comes down to it, and you were you were viewing other people and seeing them and seeing their struggles and their and their victories and all that stuff. But when when push comes to shove or when it, like an hour later, I, I think I, – can I safely say that you just don't give a shit about any of them in terms of just oh, God, no. what was happening at that time? Right. Yeah. Right. Nobody cares. Yeah, you move on. You're off to something new. So nobody, nobody that was cares. the end of that. Yeah. No, exactly. No, nobody cares. I was at a uh, – uh, my daughter's a, a dance teacher at one of the schools mm-hmm. here. And they did a performance. They did two performances in California this past weekend. So I went. One was at Knott's Berry Farm. One was at Universal Studios. And I was sitting there at Knott's Berry Farm on the first one. And uh, it was mostly parents that, that are there. Mm-hmm. But then there were some peop- walker buyers and all that kind of stuff. And at first, I, and at first I was thinking, well, I hope I, I wonder how many people will walk by and stop. I mean, they're, they're elementary school kids. And, they're, and it's a good show. And they, they've done a really mm-hmm. good job. But they're not Broadway stars. And they're not, oh, yeah. you know, it's not the voice and it's not any of that stuff. And so mm-hmm. I was kind of wondering, and how many people, and then I thought, well, why does that matter? And, and the fact right. that then I, then I was thinking on stage, I'm thinking, well, if they're, if, you know, if the kids are nervous and I, I mean, I've done a lot of shows and, and you're always sort of nervous, either sort of or terrified, depending upon who you are <laughs> at, at the beginning of going on stage at, in yeah. front of a bunch of strangers. And you're thinking, you know, this this is this uh you know is this going to be uh good bad terrifying or whatever and then after after that's sort of a charge because you did it and that's right exactly and that's you know that's so i was thinking i gotta get the ego out of it in terms of of thinking how many people are going to stop and because that's not the point no it's not the point the point is is it's for yourself because nobody cares there's people who walk by on knott's berry farm on some random saturday and saw some kids performing a couple dances don't even remember that that was a part of their day. But right. maybe during that period of time, they stopped enough or they, or they glanced over or they enjoyed the show. I mean, there were some people that were, that were actually cheering from the, um, from the train that passed by. Oh, cute. Because they were doing some thing about the show. And, uh, and uh, so, you know, that, that little thing. I mean, maybe that brightened their moment. But that's the whole right. point. It's about, mm-hmm. it's about that moment-to-moment thing and, not, and, and understanding that a lot of people just don't care. But, no, it gets, exactly. but it gets in such of the way in terms of the ego pops in and think and thinks, well, if I do get on this ice, then or I'm not going to I'm not going to skate at all. So you go. So you go right. to Rockefeller's. How many times does that happen? You go to Rockefeller Center. It's the most popular skating rink. Everybody in your party goes, hey, let's get out there. It's 20 bucks for skates. We can do it for a half an hour. And you're like, I'm good because you haven't yeah. skated in forever or you've never skated. So instead exactly. of instead of just having your own experience in that, mm-hmm. you, you deny it because of the fear of looking bad. Right. Yeah. No, the funny thing is, so I actually, um, interestingly, am working to help plan a bachelorette for one of my friends this summer. And we were kind of tossing around the, you know, the different uh, ideas of like, maybe we rent a, you know, a beach house and we do some yoga and we do some spa stuff, or we rent a cabin on the lake and we hike. And I, of course, am all for the beach because I'm I like yoga and I'm good at that and I like the beach. But when I heard lake and hike, immediately, immediately in my head, I thought, oh God, like I am terribly out of shape and I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be the one in the group that's way chugging a hind, puffing and huffing and, 
blowing the house down and it's going to be embarrassing. And oh, I, I better do something about that now. Like literally those. And this is a, this is a bachelorette party. It's right. supposed to be fun. It's not right. a race. It's not a marathon. Uh-huh. With close with friends. The, with close friends, like right. the best friends. And that's immediately what came into my mind. Like panic ensued mm-hmm. that I would be the slow, bad hiker. <laughs> How do we avoid hiking? <laughs> right. But is, isn't that fascinating? That And that happens right. all the time and it won't go away. And that's no, the, that's the one not. thing out of this whole show. The one thing that I would like, except for the ice rink metaphor, which I think is brilliant, and I will remember that forever. Why? Thank you. But I think that that overall, the the, the fact is, is that it, the ego stuff, the fear and the ego and the looking bad, will always show up. It will always, I always call it the box in the room. You know, you can either have a box in the room in the middle of the floor so you keep tripping over it when you come in the room every single time and it gets yeah. in the way, or you could have the box in the room, you could take it, you could put it on the shelf. So when you come into the room, you see it on the shelf and you say, there's the box and there's no way mm-hmm. it will not ever be there. It will always be in the room, but you won't be tripping on it. Mm, I like that. So put I it like on the that. shelf, put the ego box on the shelf. On the shelf. Mm-hmm. So you see it, recognize it. And then say, oh, wait a minute, it's on the shelf. I'm not going to trip over it. And then you move forward from there. And that's and yep. that's just what you did in regards to processing it out after having that, oh, God, the hiking. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was like, all right, but if this is what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do, and it's going to be fine. All right, see? There you go. <laughs> so good. Well, that's um, – I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate the, uh, I, I told you, in fact, I, I wrote you right after I read it and I said, this is great. Said, yeah, is no, great. I really, that was, that was cool. I'm yeah, glad you liked I said, it. This is great. And I hope more people, uh, were, it, it's made the rounds and more people are reading it. I'm going to post it in on the show notes for the, cool. um, for the show on my site. And, um, I can't, I, I wish I could post show notes in SoundCloud, but I can't. And that goes over to iTunes, but you can always go to javabud.com and go to mm-hmm. podcast and go to there. And then I, then you'll be able to, cause I can post anything in WordPress. Right. That's right. I make my site. So that's, you can post on there. So, uh, so thanks Mariah. I really appreciate it. That was, uh, Absolutely. That was Anytime. thank you. Thank you for the blog post. I really appreciate that. And uh, anybody who wants any more information on any of the podcasts, any of the videos, the the book is out. The Surrounded by Idiots book is out. Again, if you send me a show topic that we can talk about, I will send you a free book. How about that? Pretty no, good deal. No shipping, no handling, no anything. Love and, it. Uh, I'm not going to quiz you on the book yet because we haven't talked about it. But uh, I do want to I do want to probably do like a show on kind of yeah. back and forth in regards to, you know, what your thoughts are on that. All right. I'm looking right, forward good. to it. So thanks, everybody. And we'll uh, oh, remember and Mango makes three. What, what, what's Thank the, you. What's the uh, what's the website uh, on that? WordPress.com. OK. And Mango makes three at WordPress dot WordPress dot com. Yep. Got, got it. it. All right. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye.